This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast, and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 13th of July. In your squiz today... The RBA rolls out some changes, NATO vows support for Ukraine, Ricardo gets back into the driver's seat and nominating the best in TV. This is your Squiz Today. The Reserve Bank flagged in April that it would be making some big changes to the way it does things. That was after a major independent review into the bank was handed down in March. And Claire, yesterday, the RBA Governor, Philip Lowe, gave us some more details. First up, he spoke about the reduced number of board meetings. Alice, I don't know what we're going to do on the first Tuesday of the month, (laughs) pretty much every month of the year, but what's going to happen going forward from February? next year is that the Reserve Bank Board will meet eight times in the year. That's down from the current schedule of 11. Uh, Also, he said that each meeting will run a bit longer. And the idea there is that it will give members a bit more time to discuss the key information. They're going to start on a Monday afternoon, they'll go through into Tuesday, and then those interest rate decisions will be announced at the same time, 2.30 on that Tuesday. And post-meeting statements will also come from the whole board. That's quite notable because currently it's just the governor who makes that sort of statement, Mm. but now it means that the whole board will own that decision. Uh, The idea too is that the governor will deliver a press conference to answer questions and it's different to what happens now, but the idea is we need to have confidence in what's happening. And Claire, another change that's coming is the board's plan to work with Treasury on five-year reviews of the monetary policy framework. Lowe says there'll be open and transparent reviews to make sure the bank is adapting more quickly to global changes as they come. Yeah, there's a few global changes around, so Mm -hmm. it's a good thing to actually stare them down. Uh, Yesterday, Treasurer Jim Chalmers made comment on all of that, and he foreshadowed also the big question about what's going to happen to Philip Lowe. His term as governor ends on the 17th of September. It's not clear yet, though, whether he's going to be given another seven-year term. Uh, The idea is that potentially he might not be the guy that the government picks. So there's a few questions about all of that. And what Chalmers says is that the cabinet is still to make a decision. There's a few contenders, but we'll need to wait and hear exactly what's going to happen. And Lowe still has a bit of time on the clock. He'll get some more one-on-one time too with Chalmers when they both travel to India on Sunday, Claire. They're heading there for a Group of 20 conference that will see a bunch of finance ministers and central bankers get together to talk economics. The NATO summit in Lithuania has wrapped up and Western leaders have been trying to make nice with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. 
Claire, he's been frustrated by Ukraine continuing to be locked out of the military alliance. Yeah, he was. And earlier this week, he made the very big statement that he thought that NATO's refusal to give Ukraine even a time frame to become a member, he called that unprecedented and absurd. But there's been efforts overnight to smooth things over. Zelensky and US President Joe Biden have had a one-on-one meeting. Uh, Biden affirmed America's support of Ukraine despite not supporting Ukraine's membership Mm -hmm. to NATO at the moment. Uh, And what Biden said after that meeting is that things went very well uh, and that America's commitment to Ukraine hasn't weakened any. Um, Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has also had his moment at the meeting. Uh, He said that Australia's invitation to attend that summit is a recognition of Australia's contribution. And Claire, he also said that Australia would send another 30 Bushmasters to Ukraine while he was at the NATO conference. There's obviously a fair bit of background to all of this, so if you'd like to hear more about NATO and Ukraine's relationship, it's your lucky day because we've got a new Squiz Shortcuts episode out for you. You can find it in the Shortcuts feed wherever you get your podcasts. The neurosurgeon Dr Charlie Teo is facing some new restrictions. It's after the New South Wales Healthcare Complaints Commission found him guilty of unsatisfactory professional conduct. Yeah, those hearings got a lot of media when they were happening. There were lots Mm. of celebrities and lots of supporters outside of those hearings uh, making a really loud show of their support for him. Um, Charlie Teo has been a very controversial figure in medicine. Uh, He has become known for his last chance brain surgeries, uh, the sort of surgeries that other neurosurgeons won't touch. And this latest disciplinary hearing was brought by the families of two patients who died during brain surgery. Uh, What happened yesterday is the commission found that the claims against Teo were proven, uh, including that he didn't properly warn those patients of the risks and that he operated even though the risks outweighed the benefits. As a result of that, Teo's had conditions placed on his practising certificate. He'll have to get written permission from an approved neurosurgeon before he can perform certain procedures in future. Teo says that similar restrictions placed on him in 2021 forced him to move most of his work overseas. A message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer. This one's for all the F1 lovers out there. Aussie Formula One driver Daniel Ricciardo is getting another shot in the driver's seat after spending much of this season on the bench. Yeah, so Ricardo lost his spot at McLaren. He didn't have a really great season last year. So he's been on the bench as a reserve driver for Red Bull. Uh, he has now scored, though, a place on the grid with the Red Bull second team, which is called AlphaTauri. If you've watched Drive to Survive, you know the whole backstory <laughs> to Ricardo and Red Bull uh, and how this is sort of ironic that he's now in that second team. Um, Ricardo has been seen as a big talent and he's won 
eight Formula One races in his career. Uh, now they're hoping that he's going to actually fire up again. Ricardo will make his return in Hungary on the 23rd of July, but he's probably going to have a hard time chasing down Max Verstappen. The Red Bull world champ sits on top of the leaderboard with a near 100-point margin over his nearest rival. Only 100 points, though, Claire. Ricardo can do it. <laughs> he absolutely can't. <laughs> The contenders for Best TV Shows of the Year were announced overnight and HBO's emerged as the real winner. The network's mega hits like Succession did extremely well. Oh, yeah. Succession did extremely well. It received 27 nominations. That includes 14 acting nominations. So Australia's Sarah Snook is in there. Uh, Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong and Kieran Culkin, they also received Best Actor nods. It's the first time in Emmy's history that three performers from the same show have scored a lead actor nomination. So really does understand underscore that the critics think as highly of succession as so many others Mm do. Um, The video game adaptation uh, The Last of Us also did extremely well. It scored 24 nominations. Uh, Season two of The White Lotus got 23 nominations. Uh, And for a non-HBO show, (laughs) uh, Ted Lasso topped the comedy list. It got 21 nominations. I'll pop a link to the full list of nominees into the episode notes today. The ceremony is set to take place on the 18th of September, but the writers' strike and potential actors' strike could push that date back until November or January. Squeeze the day, Claire. Thailand's parliament meets today. They'll be choosing a new prime minister after the country's election in May. Yeah, it's all happening there today. Last night, Prayath Chanocha, uh, who was the army chief who led the coup nine years ago and has run Thailand ever since. Uh, he announced that he's retiring from politics, so it'll be one to keep an eye out for today. And that's it for us today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow. G'day, Kate Watson here. I'm the host of Weekly Wrap and News Club, a place for conversations about the news. It's budget week, so I'm here to tell you about our News Club episode from last week where Claire chatted with James Chessel. He's the former Managing Director of Publishing at Nine Entertainment. He was also a staffer earlier in his career, so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made. Here's a small snippet. The most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when uh, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers b- the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is... A lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, yeah. um, direct impact on on businesses and, and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handed, handled in an appropriate, appropriate way. For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.